0: Our summer boot camp and crash course has begun with two dozen of the best and brightest pro-life activists coming here to be trained. What's in store for them this summer? Where should pro-life Christians be focusing our efforts in the coming days and weeks? We'll tackle these questions today on the Mark Harrington Show. Activist Radio. The Mark Harrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal, and you can donate to our work by going to createdequal.org and click on the donate link on the right side of the page. And if you like the program, share the program, please, and also leave a five-star review. The program is on all the popular podcasting platforms in a 26-minute format. We're also over the air in American Family Radio and Salem radio stations across America. So today I want to talk about a documentary that has been recently released on abortion. And you might think, oh, my, do we really need another one of those? You know, there have been a lot over the years. But I can say personally, because I went and saw the movie, that this one is unique There have been a lot of attempts to document the pro-life movement, and, you know, some are pretty good, but I'd say this is the best I've ever seen, and uh, it was in the theaters just a couple weeks ago, and it's called The Matter of Life. So what you want to do, uh, we want to do today is talk to the director, and I have uh, her on the program today, Tracy Robinson. Thanks for being on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, Tracy, let's uh, before we get into the the movie itself and the documentary, which I do want to take a lot of time and go through some of the aspects of it, because like I say, and I'm not just saying this to be nice, I believe that it is really the best documentary on abortion uh, that's been ever done, to my knowledge, uh, frankly. I mean, it covers a lot of ground. But before we go there, give us your backstory. How in the world did you come up with this idea, first of all?
1: Yeah, my background is in film and video production, but this is my first feature length film. Uh, I primarily worked in documentary editing. I'm an editor by Mm -hmm. trade and that that's been my niche for many years. And Mm -hmm. I found myself doing freelance work in 2016 and doing commission work off and on for a pro-life pregnancy resource center, doing Mm -hmm. their banquet videos and their testimonial videos, things like this. But I was even as an evangelical Christian, I was very much in the mushy middle. I was mm. of that mentality that, uh, well, I'm personally pro pro life, but who am I to enforce my beliefs onto others? Who am I to take away right. that choice for other women? Mm. And it, but I was very inspired by what the pregnancy center was doing for women to help them choose life for their babies. Um, and it wasn't until my friends at the pregnancy center invited me to an apologetics conference and the topic was the case against abortion and uh the speaker was alan schleeman of stand to reason and Mm -hmm, he gave a clear uh, yep and a clear concise argument for the full humanity of the unborn child from the moment of conception and he uh showed us uh fetal imagery and and even invited us to look at abortion aftermath imagery Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. that's where the message and the truth and the reality of abortion really struck me, and so did the vision for this documentary.
0: My guest is Tracy Robinson, and the, and the movie is called "The Matter of Life." And uh, you can pick up the uh, the the uh, v- video on thematteroflife.org. Uh, Tracy, if you would, I, I want to get into the movie, and, and let me just say up front: you know, you you contacted us because you were interested in using some of our abortion victim video and photography, which, of course among very few in the country we're the ones that have that kind of information and we display it regularly on college campuses and high school campuses and all across the country so we were very great uh, thankful and obviously wanted to make the, the information available to you honestly I really didn't know it end up like this I mean I was pretty pretty uh, encouraged when I found out uh, you know that, that you actually used the stuff which is really really good but let, let's go through the, the movie. I mean, there have been pro-life movies, and they are going to be, right? And some are good, and in my opinion, some are not so good, honestly. And uh, I think more recently, there have been a couple good ones. Like I thought Unplanned was good. I also think the, uh, the Gosnell movie, and it was a good movie about what happened during the Kermit Gosnell trial, all of that, and uh, I felt that those were very well done. This one... I think it's very professional. Uh, I think it covers almost every facet of the abortion debate, which is really hard to do in a short period of time. And that's what I liked about it. It really is the case against abortion in film. And that's why I was so encouraged by it and can use it. And many will be able to use it as a tool to train pro-life advocates and also convince uh, pro-choicers. Uh, in in the movie, you you talk to uh, former abortion industry workers, post-abortive women, faith leaders, secularists. I mean, basically, you cover the gamut. But what I want to ask you is um, what was the biggest surprise you had uh, in making the film? what 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 mm-hmm. kind of shocked you or surprised you the most?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, going in, I knew that my audience was going to be faith-based people. Um, Mm -hmm. those are the people that tend to be interested or show up to this kind of a thing. Um, but I knew that I wanted to reach people that were not faith-based. And that was, that was an epiphany that I had while Alan was talking was he didn't need any scripture to back up the case. I always, even Mm -hmm. as a Christian, I thought that pro-lifers were religious people. That was just my vague understanding uh, of this issue. And so I knew those were going to be the advocates of the film. But midway through production, I was brought a I was made aware of the st- staggering statistic that four out of ten women uh, who had an abortion were churchgoers in the month they became pregnant,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I learned also just how 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 disengaged major Protestant denominations are in the United States on the mm-hmm. issue of abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, over fifty percent are either silent on the issue of abortion or they actually Mm -hmm. make exceptions for abortion. And so that was an epiphany that really rocked my world midway through was that Mm -hmm. this is an issue for us as Christians, as Roland Warren in the film says, he says, we need to overturn Roe v. Wade in our own pews. Uh, so this, I, I believe that there are many people in my shoes who had just never been invited to really think deeply about this issue to really be challenged with the reality and the crisis that abortion is on our country.
0: Agreed. Uh, You know, I've often said that um, if we can end abortion in the church, I mean, that would take a huge chunk out of the abortion numbers. I think the numbers around 250,000 women who claim Christ kill their babies every year. That's a that's a lot of babies. That's about a third of all of them that are killed. you know, across the board. So, I mean, we have a problem in-house. We've got to clean up. This video addresses it from that spiritual point of view, but it also makes all the secular arguments. And here at Created Equal, we believe that you got to do both, as you can imagine, that you got to be able to share the religious arguments and the gospel, along with the truth about abortion based on the secular arguments. So we have a kind of an all-encompassing worldview. And that's what I liked about the film. What is the difference between this and other movies that have been produced over the years?
1: Well, I was really passionate about making it compelling. Um, I'm a big fan of documentaries that peel back layers versus just Mm -hmm. hitting you over the head with a message right away. So I wanted to take people on a discovery journey that I had, really, um, of just learning. I had no idea about Roe v. Wade when I first heard the case against abortion, I didn't really know how we got to this point in our society. I wanted to know how did, has it always been this contentious? Has it always mm-hmm. been legal? I didn't know the truth behind Planned Parenthood. I knew there was some controversy there, but I didn't. It was all fuzzy to me. So I I was just amazed to to discover just amazing these stories. You know, Margaret Sanger and all the, these mm-hmm. things of how everything kind of came about. The feminism movement, um, Bernard Nathanson, and in the process, I just uncovered this amazing pro-life movement with all these different facets and different, uh, powerful stories of people overcoming really challenging circumstances. Um, so I wanted to, to give people that real discovery experience versus kind of preaching to a choir or beating people over the head.
0: Well, yeah, you know, a lot of things I like about the movie, but especially I liked Scott Klusendorf's, uh, contribution. Scott's a good friend. I've known Scott for 20 years. Scott was a, a a main one of the main reasons I got involved uh in the work. And I think he is the premier pro-life apologist in the country. I've always felt that way and writer. And he he plays a significant part in the in the um in the movie. And that was a good choice in my opinion. If you would, Mr. Producer, cue up this first clip because it, it asks the the fundamental question, what is it? Go ahead and play that clip.
1: Who counts as we the people? In order to wholly identify as inclusive and non-discriminating, Americans must be honest in answering an essential question.
0: Does each and every human being have an equal right to life? All right, you can end it there. That's it. I mean, really, if you distill it down uh, to its foundation, what? Is it, what are the unborn? Are they human or not? Uh, Or are they just some kind of blob of tissue? And this is some kind of elective medical procedure. And I think Scott does a really good job to bring it right home. That is really the question before us, isn't it?
1: That's right. Yeah, it was so important for me to bring Scott on because I agree he is the fundamental pro-life speaker, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I learned so much from him when I was researching. Uh, mm-hmm. it was, he in large part shaped a lot of the, the storytelling and just the, the narrative of this whole movie. Um, he actually sets up, I was just so floored when I first heard him set up why we need to look at abortion aftermath imagery, mm-hmm. uh, abortion victims. Um, yep. he gave that whole context of why it's important, not just to, to show it, to, you know, shove it in people's faces. But this is why we have to open our eyes and look, Um, you know, the truth is is visually displayed. So, um, yeah, that was and I was really just so inspired by how simple the pro-life message is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Scott is saying, does each and every human being have an equal right to life? That's really the question that we have to bring it back to when people when in argument, uh, it goes to all these peripheral issues and, and rightly so, uh, these concerns about abortion, um, the, the woman's circumstances, these are legitimate questions that people have. It's her body involved. Uh, shouldn't it be her choice? You know, I didn't want to tiptoe around those, those questions that people have those concerns. Um, but we, we address it in a way that clarifies it for people.
0: Yeah, you certainly did. Again, my guest is Tracy Robinson and she is. uh, the director of the movie entitled The Matter of Life. And you can find out more going, by going to thematteroflife.org. It's no longer in the theaters. Uh, is it available uh, online or by DVD or order? Or, or what is the status of the movie as far as it goes?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's coming to Salem now. Um, okay. And, Salem now is a streaming uh, service. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, But it'll be available on DVD as well. People can okay. learn more about how to keep uh, in touch and and keep updated on, on different uh, distribution platforms by going to matteroflife.org.
0: The matteroflife.org, right?
1: Uh, either one, the matteroflife.org or just matteroflife.org.
0: Matter of life, either one. Okay, good. All right. Another thing that uh, is tackled in the, in the movie, which again I think is really important, and that is there are a lot of, uh, I'd say, you know, our adversaries, those who oppose our position that say, you can't be pro-life unless you solve all these other problems in society and scott does a great job of unpacking that i want to play uh just some a a small part of that uh response if you would mr producer go ahead and play that clip my friend i wish you really were pro-life can i just interpret what you just heard if you oppose the intentional killing of an innocent human being in the womb. You are responsible for fixing everything wrong with society. Now to get an idea about how unfair this is, imagine saying to the American Cancer Society, you have no right to call yourself a healthcare organization when you're not curing other diseases such as heart disease, strokes, diabetes, and the list would go on and on. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I, you know, We hear that all the time that you can't be pro-life unless you tackle every single problem in America. Uh, and it's a way of kind of diluting the pro-life message. Scott is really good about talking about how important this is a single issue that in and of itself deserves all the resources we can muster behind it. And it's unfair to treat us differently than we would any other advocacy organization, as he mentioned. The American Cancer Society or the American Red Cross, and I, I think that we often fall for this. It used to be called the seamless garment. Now it's called a consistent life ethic. Uh, obviously, we do care about ev- all these other injustices, but uh, there are reasons why, and they're good ones, why we focus on abortion. Uh, Tracy, you mentioned the the abortion victim photography, and and Scott made a great case there, but I. I do want to play, and this is kind of a shameless plug on our part, but I want to play a short clip. This is, uh, I guess, created equals in, uh, uh, I guess, contribution to the movie. And this is just a clip of uh, one of our staff members on a college campus caught by GoPro video talking to a young lady about abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. You don't believe in it, even if, like, say the woman was raped mm-hmm. gets pregnant. You still don't believe
1: yeah. in it? Well, I would just say rape is one of the most horrific things that can happen to anyone. Exactly. That's um, traumatizing. You got to look yeah. at the baby every day. You're mm-hmm. looking at basically the person who raped you. That's a good point. Is The thing is, the trauma from the rape doesn't end after, you know, the baby's born. It continues. Okay. But we know we don't kill a born baby because they remind us of that pain. And so I guess the, the question would be, do we ever think it's justified to kill an innocent human being for the crimes of the father?
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. That is so sad. So what about our first of rights? Do we have any or do you only have rights?
1: I don't think that you have the right to put an aborted fetus up when you could be triggering someone who has.
0: Well, there you go. That that's uh, just some of the clip. And then it it continues on showing uh, some of the victim photography and video that we uh, gave Tracy to display. And. and Let me just say this, and I very much appreciate this, not just because this is what we do, and it is, but I have yet to see a pro-life movie other than, say, The Silent Scream, which was like the original abortion video way back in the 1970s or 80s. I'm not sure when it was released. But most of the pro-life videos and movies and documentaries and stories or whatever and films avoid this. They don't play and show the victims. Why did you feel that was important to include?
1: Well, I think that um, it's important because a picture says a thousand words. You Mm -hmm. can't really argue. I think one of the biggest, the best strategies we can have is showing fetal development um, Mm -hmm. in in our arguments and asking people, okay, when do you think it does become a human being? Okay, when does it become a person Uh, and showing those stages of life? In image form is so powerful. Uh, it's very hard for people to argue with that. Um, and then, of course, um, I think that we do a disservice by trying to um, trying to not offend people by not showing um, these the abortion aftermath. I think mm-hmm. that we as Christians we don't want to hurt people's feelings. There's so many people that have had that have been involved in abortion, and I right. understand that. Um, sure. But there's also some of the biggest advocates for this film are people with abortion in their past mm-hmm. um, because they know that this movie is a tool that will, a preventative tool that will help uh, help people, um, spare people from the pain and the regret that they have. So just like Scott's illustration of the Emmett Till story that he gives. Right. So um, good. You know, uh, he, he says we have to open the casket on abortion and see it for what it is if we're really gonna have an honest, open discussion about abortion in this country.
0: Yeah, and I think you do it well and you were discreet about it. You give people a warning, which is what we do when we give presentations uh, and you allow people if they choose to look away, and that's their choice if they do. Uh, And I think that's the way to handle it. Uh, I know prior films have been concerned about including this because it would bump up their uh parental rating or one something like that did that did you run into that at all because i know that i think it maybe was unplanned or Now that it, they would have been pushed into an r rating or something ridiculous like that was that something you had to deal with because of some of the uh content or no
1: um well thankfully we we didn't have an MPAA rating okay uh, and so we didn't That's have good. that kind of that kind of um <laughs> loop to jump through with with the actual industry um but we recommended 12 and up um we ran into a couple of yeah a couple of movie articles that gave us like 18 and up but we kind of disputed that um uh, and they brought it down or i think it was maybe 15 and up uh, but we brought it down to 12 so uh, well i I appreciate
0: that honestly because (laughs) i think if you're old enough to have an abortion, which a 12 year old is a lot of times, uh, then you should be old enough to look at it. And again, you give the option to look away, which I think is key. We've got a couple of, of, of minutes left. I just wanna ask you finally, um, what do you hope people take away from watching the movie?
1: Yeah, I hope people take away hope, uh, first of all, that they can mm-hmm. do something about abortion. Uh, I hope that they're stirred up, they're inspired, they're educated but that they do have hope that they can do something that, that it is possible to end abortion in our country. There's, we showcase, we showcase um, ministries that are doing powerful things and we give people ideas. Um, We have a resources page on our website. There's all these different aspects of how you can use your gift, talent and calling to uh, make a difference in someone's life and no matter what you've been through. And um, well, and, Essentially, I want people to walk away knowing without a shadow shadow of a doubt that the circumstances that surround a pregnancy do not outweigh the life itself. They're not greater than the life uh, itself. So that's what I want people to take away forever.
0: And so where can they pick up the movie?
1: Um, They can go to matteroflife.org to find out. Uh, ways they can get a DVD and just keep in touch with us to um, just be updated on when they can see it streaming.
0: My guest has been Tracy Robinson, and she is the director of the movie Matter of Life. And I recommend it highly. I think it's the best documentary ever created on the abortion issue. And it does a very thorough job. And if you need to you know, understand what's going on, especially now, with the imminent overturning of Roe versus Wade, God willing, um, we need to be prepared for a post-Roe America. This movie helps to do that. Tracy, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Mark. Friends, I want you to take action. Here are your marching orders and the culture roar from your radio activists. First of all, we've got some upcoming events and the first is called the Day of Action. That takes place here on June 23rd and 24th here in Columbus. It's an opportunity if you wanna get involved in pro-life activism, to hear from some of the best pro-life speakers in America, starting out with Samuel Say, who I've had on this program. He's a Christian blogger and speaker. Also Michael Spencer, who is the director of Project Life Voice. And then we'll be having Matt Keller, who's the pastor at Cornerstone Church here in Columbus. So if you want to sign up, you can go to Day of Action on our website at createdequal.org. Also, uh, the upcoming Roe versus Wade, uh, I guess, reversal, you should say, hopefully coming with the Dobbs decision being handed down by the U.S. Supreme Court. We're anticipating that happening any day. Uh, i personally predicting it's going to happen on June 27th. Either way, you can get involved in uh, celebrating that decision by going to overturnrow.org. That's overturnrow.org and participate in one of the national rallies that'll be happening in selected cities around the country. I'll be leading a team to Washington, D.C. So if you want to be with us, join us on the, uh, at the front of the Supreme Court steps, on June 27th, that's June 27th, that's the day I predict it's gonna happen, and if you can come to Washington, please do so on June 27th, that is if the Dobbs decision is handed down that day. Now, in the final seconds, I wanna reflect upon something uh, that occurred this week, and that is the remembrance of D-Day, June 6, 1944, uh, the largest uh, invasion in world history, involved land, sea, and air, 1,200 planes, 5,000 land vessels. Uh, On that day, 2,400 allied forces died. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because that was a turning point in World War II. It uh, initiated the land war in Europe. And in some sense, metaphorically only, of course, we are facing our own D-Day, and that is the overturning of Roe versus Wade, something that many of us have been working for for close to 50 years. It'll change the landscape forever. It's not the end of abortion. It won't make it illegal, but it certainly changes some of our strategies and tactics going forward. And we're looking forward to the day when we bring legal protection back to the unborn. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God.